Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan and I am your host. I'm also the pastor of discipleship at Victory Point Ministries. And uh, welcome to this podcast. Um, It is another week. It's Monday, the 19th of October. We are past the halfway point of the month of October. I'm hoping at this point the fall colors are still out and uh, you're enjoying uh, what the fall has to offer. And um, today, we are going to be re-engaging with the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Um, the scripture for today is Deuteronomy 34, verses 1 through 12. If you haven't already done so, go ahead and open up to that passage and give it a read yourself. And you can pause this podcast, read it, pray, make a few notes or observations, especially paying attention to places where you feel uncomfortable in the passage or things that you have questions about or places where you feel grateful or excited or happy. Um, Just pay attention to what seems to stick out to you in the passage and wonder what God could be saying to you. And then resume this podcast, and we're going to continue the conversation with you um, with Liam DeHaan, who is our guest today. Liam, would you mind just introducing yourself? Sure. Um, Hi, my name is Liam DeHaan, and I go to Creekside Middle School, and I'm in sixth grade. Um, I have a sister named Zaya. She is um, eight years old right now, and she goes to Quincy Elementary and in second grade. My mom and dad are Tim DeHaan and Jenny DeHaan, and we have a dog named Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for that introduction. Um, Liam, have you ever been on a podcast before? Um, I have not. So this is new for you. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Well, um, I'm looking forward to hearing what your observations and questions and um, anything else that you have to bring to the text this morning. What I'll do, if it's all right with you, I'll just read the passage and then love to hear some of those from you, some of your perspective. Is that sound good? Yep. Here we go. Then Moses went up from the plains of Moab to Mount Nebo, to the top of Pisgah, which is opposite Jericho. And the Lord showed him the whole land, Gilead as far as Dan, all Naphtali, the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as the Western Sea, the Negeb and the plain, that is the Valley of Jericho, the city of palm trees as far as Zoar. The Lord said to him, this is the land of which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob saying, I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you shall not cross over there. Then Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab at the Lord's command. He was buried in a valley in the land of Moab, opposite Beth Peor, but no one knows his burial place to this day. Moses was 120 years old when he died. His sight was unimpaired and his vigor had not abated. The Israelites wept for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days. Then the period of mourning for Moses was ended. Joshua, son of Nun, 
was full of the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hand on him, and the Israelites obeyed him, doing as the Lord had commanded Moses. Never since has there arisen a prophet in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. He was unequaled from, for all the signs and wonders that the Lord sent him to perform in the land of Egypt against Pharaoh and all his servants and his entire land, and for all the mighty deeds and all the terrifying displays of power that Moses performed in the sight of Israel. So Liam, what, uh, what in this passage, first of all, is there anything confusing or anything you have a question about in this passage? I thought it was just kind of funny that they named so many like places. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's that, hard to keep track of, huh? Yeah. And that his eyes could see it, but his eyes would never cross over. Yeah, how does that make you feel when you hear that Moses got to see the promised land, but didn't actually go to go in it? Kind of strange. Yeah. He's been, he's been walking there the whole entire time, and he kind of sees the promised land, but never gets to walk in. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me feel a little sad for Moses. Yeah. Do you think Moses was feeling happy or sad while he looked over the the promised land? I feel kind of both. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What, what's happy about it and what's sad about it? The happy thing about it is that he led he led everybody to the promised land and that they will live happy, but then it's sad because he'll never get to check it out and mm-hmm. do all the stuff there. Yeah. Never take a step in. <clears throat> Yeah, that's I. I think that's right on, Liam. Uh, that's a that's really good um, insight into Moses's uh, journey right there. He spent most of his adult life. He says he's 120 years old. He spent most of his adult life trying, <laughs> sacrificing everything to lead these people to the promised land, and they had all these twists and turns, and uh, you know, did all these amazing. It says he performed all these mighty deeds and terrifying displays of power and and it's all to get to the people from Egypt to the promised land and then Moses himself doesn't get to go in it and everybody basically ultimately walks past him and goes in to see the thing and live in the land that he never got to live in have you ever uh felt happy and sad like that before like like you're missing out on something or um, like someone else gets to do something you don't get to do? Um, not really, no, not in my mind at least. Have you ever seen the movie Onward? Yeah. Do you remember uh, how the movie ends? Yeah, that's sad. I just saw the movie for the first time last night and uh, I love that movie. It's basically, you want to tell everyone what's, what the movie's about? Uh, it's technically about this, um, it's about this uh, teenager that's going to school, and he has an older brother and a mom, and a pet dragon. It's about, like, so, like, all the um, mystical stuff, like dragons and mermaids, except it's, like, the future, and, like, nobody remembers anything, nobody knows magic. Because they made up technology. And so everybody forgot it. And um, they're elves. They go to a school. And their dad died um, died uh, kind of young. And 
Um, the littlest, his name is Ian. He never, never knew his dad. And then he figured for his 16th birthday, his dad gave him, his dad, um, like, he, he wasn't alive, but his mom gave it to him. It was from his dad when they turned 16. He gave him a magical staff with something called a phoenix gem that can power the staff. And they were going to bring him back to life, but nobody could. But then finally, Ian um, had the strength to summon his dad, kind of, because it only brought half of his body alive. There was just legs <laughs> and feet. <laughs> That's the funny part, right? That's kind of strange. Most of the movie, his dad has been, you know, resurrected, but only half of him. So he's yeah. it's his, he's a pair of pants walking around. Mm-hmm. And so they go on this big journey to find another phoenix gem to finish the spell. And at the end, when they find the phoenix gem, it's, well, kind of too late because there's this huge dragon creature that's like trying to destroy everything and Ian is the only one with magical powers so he has to try to stop the creature while uh his older brother um gets to see his dad for the last time uh-huh why Ian do you think that so the Ian the younger brother who never got to see his dad and has been going working this whole movie to try to bring his dad back and to get to see his dad face to face at the end of the movie he decides that it's he needs to protect his brother and his family against this dragon instead of seeing his dad and his brother his older brother gets to see his dad instead yeah right? and it's this happy sad moment why do you think i bring that up why do you think i i made like i thought of that movie sounds just like the story why where, where moses was walking through he did all this hard stuff he finally got to the promised end but he never got to go in Mm-hmm. And I, I was happy and sad when I watched Onward because I thought, what a gift that Ian gave to his brother to get to be the one yeah. to say goodbye to his dad. And he watches <laughs> his brother say goodbye to his dad. Yeah, it's such a twist. Uh-huh. At the yep. Yeah, I agree. It was a major twist. And I thought, man, that what a beautiful movie. If you haven't seen the movie, you should go watch Onward all you people who are listening to this it's great uh, and think about that think about uh you know moses at the end of his journey having the satisfaction of giving this gift to other people even though he doesn't get to experience it himself what a sacrificial thing to do to welcome other people into something that you yourself can enjoy so um with that everybody go in peace have a wonderful rest of your day and think about somebody else that you can put forward ahead of yourself. You know, like if you were Ian or Moses, uh, maybe there's somebody else that you can help um, experience some joy, experience the presence of God, um, experience something that you yourself maybe don't even get to experience. Put someone else first and see what happens. See how that um, makes you feel happy and sad uh, at the same time, knowing that God is present and um, that you get to participate in giving away something uh, in sacrificing yourself. So with that, everybody, uh, have a great rest of your Monday and we'll catch back up with you tomorrow. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.